Yeah, I was expecting uh, a whole lot of amens after that video. Um, so, hey, we, I do like it when people talk back to me a little bit. So on the count of three, including you guys watching at home or wherever you are, think of something you're tired of. Now, I want to tell you, I think my mom invented this phrase, sick and tired. I don't know who invented it, but my mom said it a lot. I am sick and tired of blah, blah, blah. All right. So what is the one thing, think of it right now, the one thing you are most sick and tired of right now. When I count to three, I want you to say it out loud. Ready? One, two, three. (laughs) It's interesting to hear it from here. Everything's coming this way. And, uh, I heard the I heard something that rhymed with masks. I'm not sure, um, but anyway, yeah. I mean, it is, and that's a funny little video of different things and all those things. I'm probably sick and tired of all those things. And I've heard people talk about that, but I want us to even go a little bit deeper than that because you know the truth is, is some people have told me in times past, even in recent uh, past, that they're tired of some things that are bigger than that. They're tired of their job. Tired of some of the relationship issues that they're dealing with, they're sick and tired of. Um, And on occasion, I hear people say, when it comes down to it, they're sick and tired of their life as it is right now. That's That's a big deal. This happens. So we've been in this series just for, this is our week two of Feelings, Facts, and Faith, and this is where we're going to gather together. We're going to talk about our feelings, all right? Uh, But here's the game plan, if you will, for you, for me, for all of us. Here's what we want to do together as we open up the Bible, the Word of God, and deal with this. We want to first identify our feelings, then look at the facts, then determine faith steps that we must take, that you must take, that I must take, okay? This is the game plan. Because feelings, um, you know what? They can dictate our lives. A lot of what we do and say are a direct response to a feeling that we have. And if we're doing anything right now with this series, we're learning how to maybe hit the pause button on those feelings and pay attention to them and figure out why are they there? What are they indicating? Uh, Last week we said they're like a smoke alarm. They're there for a reason, but the smoke alarm is not the thing that should boss us around necessarily. We need to figure out why it's going off and what is the proper response to that alarm. Okay, so that's what we're doing together. We're going to talk about the feeling of being tired today. And like we said, there's a lot of things we can name right now that we've already talked about that we could be tired of. What do we do with this feeling of being weary, of being tired? I've heard people say it this way, I am done. I'm just done. Well, what do you do with that? Well, I want to point to you some facts. And the thing I'm about to read, these three verses of the Bible, they are literally straight out of the mouth of Jesus Christ himself. In kind of a paradoxical way, even though we're talking about, okay, this is your feeling, here are the facts. In many ways, in order to embrace these facts, it actually takes faith. And so even though we're about to talk about facts, it takes faith because if you don't believe that Jesus Christ is who he said he was, if you don't believe that he is the Son of God, if you don't believe that everything that he says is actually true, then it's going to be hard for you to see these as facts. But if you do believe that Jesus Christ is who he says he is, that he is the Son of God, and that everything he speaks is absolutely true, then these are some amazing facts that could change your life. Now, even if you don't believe, doesn't mean these things aren't true. It just means they don't impact your life until you can believe them to be true. So here are the facts. I want to first read to you what Jesus said. And what he says, I'm telling you, if you're tired right now, 
if you're weary right now, the words I'm about to read to you from Jesus Christ are like that giant, amazing, pillowy thing that you can just fall into. Just completely let go and fall into. Here's what he says. Matthew eleven twenty eight 28 says this. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Now, here are the facts. First, Jesus is the source for rest for the weary soul. You're looking for rest for your soul. Jesus is the answer to that. He says, inasmuch, come to me, all who are weary. If you're weary, if you're tired, if you are sick and tired, Jesus says, come to me. I will give you rest for your soul. Second fact, being a Christian means that you have connected yourself completely to Jesus. A little uh, secret about me uh, that I don't say too often because I'm afraid people will think it's weird, but you know, I'm feeling froggy today. I'm going to just come out with it. I've actually come to the point where I actually don't enjoy the word Christian anymore because it is so used in so many ways to mean so many things that I don't think it actually often means a Christ follower, which is what it's supposed to mean. And so what it means to be a Christian, I'd almost rather say what it means to be a Christ follower. Being a Christ follower means you are completely, completely connected to Jesus Christ. The Christian, Christianity isn't an affiliation. It's, it's not a religion. It's a relationship. It's a connection to a real person in your life. That's what it means to follow Jesus. And so when he says to those who are weary, come to me. I will give you rest for your soul. When he says, take my yoke upon you, we're going to describe what a yoke is here in a moment, but that means you're being connected to him. And that's what it actually means to follow Christ. That's what it is. And here's the third fact. I love this one. It's very simple. Jesus does all the heavy lifting. That's great news, right? Jesus does all the heavy lifting in your life if you will let him. But it means you need to come to him. You need to come to him and attach yourself to him, okay? When I think about these facts, I can't help but think back at when I first began my faith journey with Jesus, when I asked him to save me. And we talked about that in a prior series. I can remember the date. I wrote the date down. I felt like there was something big about that moment, me praying and asking God to forgive me of my sins. So I wrote it down in my Bible, June 17, 1988, this happened. And after I did that, you know, interestingly enough, for the next three years of my life, my Christianity looked like this. Here's all the things that I must never do. Don't do these things. Here's a list of the things that I should do. Do these things. And that was it. It was like a list of do's and don'ts. And I tried my best every day to get better and better and better at it. I'm I'm just going to brag on myself. I got really good at it. I was real good at it, man. I got to the point where I was so good at it that I could tell when other people weren't good at it. I pray for them secretly, you know. Well, we call that legalism. And ironically, in the first century, as Jesus said these words, take my yoke upon you, they understood in the first century, especially among the the Jewish people, that a yoke was a great metaphor they often talked about. 
It was a metaphor of being connected to Judaism, the law, the law of Moses, but actually it was more than just the law of Moses. It was the Pharisaic law. Pharisees were the men who led the Jewish uh, religious uh, culture of that day. They created a whole new list of thousands of laws that were stricter than the law of Moses, which we have in the Old Testament. And so the, the idea sounded logical. Man, if, if, if we're, if we're going to be able to you know, make it to heaven and make sure God's okay with us, and this is the law that He's given us through Moses, if we want to make sure that we obey that law, then we need to create a whole bunch of other laws that are even stricter than that law. And if we obey the stricter law that we've created, then we'll be guaranteed that we haven't broken the law that Moses was given. Yay us! Can you imagine when they heard Jesus say, hey, if you're weary, if you're sick and tired of trying to please God, of trying to be perfect, of trying to live a life that is acceptable to Him, come to me. My yoke is different. Oh man, this was, well, that's why we call it the gospel, friends, which means good news. This was great news to the Jewish people as they heard it. I have a question to ask you. Could it be that the reason you personally are tired in your soul is because you are yoked to the wrong thing? Is that possible? That your very life is yoked to the wrong thing? And that's why you're so tired? Why you're so weary? I actually made a little short list of what I would call uneasy yokes that I think I know I've been tempted to be yoked to these things and have attached myself to these things at different times in my life. Perhaps you have too. Perhaps you are even right now. And if I'm being honest, if I'm not careful, I'll wake up tomorrow and I'll take my yoke off of, from Jesus and attach myself to one of these uneasy yokes instead if I'm not careful. Here's a, a little short list I made. Uh, an, a lifestyle that you want to maintain. That's an uneasy yoke. That can be very burdensome. And it can wear you out. A lifestyle that you want to maintain. Or how about this? An image that you must uphold. Man, that can get tiring. Not just physically, but whatever, relationally. How people see you. You got to keep that up. Or a feeling. Here's a third one. A feeling that you enjoy that you must maintain. I mean, that sounds simple, but that's a big one. How, how much of our lives are driven by just enjoyment and, and that we, we must uphold that, that feeling. At its best version of that, it's probably that we're, we're distracted and, and focused too much on pleasure and entertainment in our lives. At its worst, it can literally turn into addiction in our lives. And I wrote one more down. An opinion or theory or belief that you have that you must prove is correct. And that's what is the driving force in your life. This is what I think is right or true, and I must prove it to the world that this is true. And I, that's the burden that I bear. That's the yoke that you carry. That's the yoke you're attached to. I believe sometimes we are yoked to things like that 
This is probably a good time to go back and say, well, what even is a yolk? Some of you might ask, what is all this yolk stuff? The yellow ball and the boiled egg? What's going on? No, Y-O-K-E yolk, it's, a, it's actually a dual collar, if you will, made of wood that would be placed on beasts of burden for agricultural purposes usually. Back in the first century, it was usually oxen that were yoked together. So imagine this piece of wood that had two places for a head to go into, and they were attached to two oxen. Back in those days, they would take an experienced, stronger, older ox and put the yoke on it and then bring a younger, less experienced ox and place it in a yoke with that older ox. The older ox would do most of the heavy lifting and guiding. It was trained. It knew its master's uh, commands, and it would pull along that plow in order to be able to successfully plant the crops. Whereas the younger oxen, well, it was kind of along for the ride. But while it was along for the ride, it would learn. And one day it would be the older ox that would be yoked to a younger ox for the master. So this is the image that Jesus gives us. Is that this, is, this is what it means. You need to be attached to me. Take my yoke upon you. Come to me. Walk away from that other yoke that you're connected to right now that is wearing you out. It's too heavy. You've been pulling, you've been pulling, you've been pulling, and you're done. Your soul is sick and tired. Why not change yokes and come to Christ? He says it himself. My yoke is easy. My burdens lie. And I guarantee you, you will absolutely find rest for your souls. So I want to present to you these faith steps. We've talked about the feeling. It's tired. We've identified that feeling. We're tired. We're sick and tired. And then here's the facts. Being attached to Jesus. Jesus does the heavy lifting. He's the source of rest for our soul. We get to get connected to him. So here's the faith steps. And we've been doing a vertical faith step, which is between us and God, and a horizontal faith step that's between us and others. So here's vertically a next step for you to consider today, and it's this. Daily attach yourself to Jesus. It's a different way to talk about yoke. We don't often talk about yokes. I don't wake up and say, who am I going to yoke myself to today? I don't think that way. When you think about attachments, who am I going to connect myself to? Every single day when you wake up, this is an important thing for us to do. To say, today I'm going to attach myself to Jesus. I'm going to connect myself to him. I'm going to follow him. I'm going to be yoked to him today. And here's the interesting thing. One of the biggest mistakes we make when it comes to this thing we call Christianity is we think that Christianity is this one-time thing that we do, and then that's it. Check that box. You know, if I, I, I could have easily done that back on June 17, 1988. I prayed in the best way I knew how. I asked God to forgive me of my sins and to, to make me his child and to come into my heart and my life. Yay, check that box. Woo, we're good, man. That's awesome. We could stop there. But I love this quote from one of my favorite preachers. His name is Derwin Gray. He says this, Being born again happens in an instant. Learning to live as a child of God takes a lifetime. Now that is true. I would amen that too. That is so true. It's a daily choice to re-yoke yourself, to reattach yourself to Jesus Christ. Because if we don't, and sometimes if you're like me, that's not a daily choice. That can be an hourly choice. Because I might start off the day one way when I wake up. By the time it's lunchtime, I'm yoked 
to something else completely. <laughs> something else has wooed me in, and I've attached myself to that, and I've lost perspective already, and I'm already tired, I'm already weary, and I have to tell myself once again, I need to come to Christ. I need to come back to that yoke, reattach myself to Christ, and realize that that's what matters most. And He does all the heavy lifting. No matter what it is you're going through, He does the heavy lifting. So perhaps that's your faith step that you need to consider today is just attach yourself. You may have never done that ever in your life, and this is your big opportunity right here this morning to finally say, okay, I'm walking away from all that's pulling me in this direction, and I'm going to choose Jesus. I'm going to let him have reign over my life. I'm going to ask him to save me and ask him to forgive me and let him make me his child, a child of God. That is a huge faith step. And perhaps now it's time you finally did that. You're sick and tired, and the best thing about being sick and tired and the best thing about being done is that you might actually try something different. And Jesus is inviting you into something different. Come to me. Come to me, he says. How about a horizontal face step? This one's unique. Lovingly speak the truth about uneasy yokes. And I mean that in two ways. In one way, God might use you to just help someone else. You may know someone who is sick and tired. And now that you're looking at these facts, you're like, oh my goodness, I see what's going on. They're, they're attached to this very uneasy yoke in their life. Well, what do you do? Well, the loving thing to do is to help them through that, to be there for them, and to lovingly, in a non-judgmental, non-preachy way, lovingly speak to them about that uneasy yoke. And maybe God will use you to be the words of Jesus. Come to Jesus. Come into He will give you rest for your soul. But I also mean it another way. Every time you take a step towards Jesus, you're taking a step away from something else. Have you ever thought about this? You, you kids here can help me out here. Think about this. What if, what if we were to take a young ox and yoke it to this ox but also yoke it to this ox. What's going to happen to the one in the middle? There's a little game called tug of war. I don't want to be the rope. <laughs> but when you're yoked to more than one thing, there's a chance you absolutely might get ripped apart. <laughs> That's gross, I know. But th this is what's interesting to me, is I think what we try to do is attach ourselves to Christ but also attach ourselves to something else too. And you wonder why you're tired and weary. That's what the cause of it is. You can't do both of those things. You're either yoked to Jesus or you're yoked to something else. You can't be yoked to more than one thing because it will pull you in so many different directions. And I believe that in order to do that, sometimes we have to have some really honest conversations with people around us. Because if we start to walk away from this yoke and start attaching ourselves to Jesus Christ and He starts giving us rest for our souls, people that we love very much are going to not get that. They may not fully understand what's going on there. And you'll have to explain to them, listen, I must do this. I must follow Christ in this way. 
He's making changes in my life. And so I'm, not, I'm caring less and less about maintaining this lifestyle. I'm caring less and less about upholding this image. I'm caring less and less about those kinds of things in my life. And instead, I must find rest for my soul in Christ. I'm not even sure I know where that's taking me, but that's where I'm going. And that might require some honest conversations, even with people who love you very much. But that's okay. It's worth it. And it takes a step of faith to do those things. And that's what God has presented us today. Are you tired? Are you weary? Are you sick and tired? Listen, Jesus invites you to come to him. He is the one who will give you rest for your weary souls. He will do all the heavy lifting. And if you've never in your life come to him, he invites you right now to do that by calling upon his name, placing your faith in him. When you do that, you become a child of God forever, and you are his forever. It's the most amazing life to live. But even after you've done that, that's not the end. It's only the beginning. And for those of you in this room and watching online right now, listening online, if you've been a Christian for some time and you're weary, maybe, just maybe, it's time to reattach yourself to Jesus all over again. Will you do that today? Let's pray. Father, I thank you for teaching us today these facts that you are the one and the only one who can give us rest for our sick and tired souls in this room and online. If there even be one soul right now that is so in need of restoration, may they take a leap of faith right now and call out to you and say, Jesus, I'm coming to you right now. I accept your invitation, and right here, right now, I'm attaching myself to you. I believe that you are who you say you are. I believe that you will do the heavy lifting in my life, so I stay with you now and forever. Father, I pray that you help anyone that's prayed that prayer right now to know that this is the most amazing day, a rebirth day, if you will. Father, thanks for reminding us that this isn't just a one-time thing. We have to wake up every day and choose to take up our cross and follow you and to reattach ourselves to you. And maybe that's what we needed to hear today. And Lord, we come to you and ask that you forgive us for the times we've tried to yoke ourselves not just to you, but to other things. Father, we come back to you right now and reattach ourselves to you. And we fall into your arms. We thank you, Father, for giving us the rest that lies ahead of us. Father, thank you for loving us so much that you would grant us rest and restoration for our souls. We pray all this in the name above all names, the name of your son, Jesus. Amen. Hey, thank you so much for worshiping with us today online, here in person. We would love to hear from you. If you have taken a faith step, want to take a faith step or you have questions about faith steps, just text the word faith to our church number. It's 859-356-3162. We'll begin a conversation and just talk about that. You'll find encouragement. You'll have someone to pray with you. We would love to hear from you. It is my hope and prayer that as you walk out these doors in just a moment or if you sign off of Facebook and YouTube in just a moment, that you will feel just a little bit more rest than you did when you first started because Jesus wants to give you that. He will grant you rest for your weary souls. God bless you guys.